Keith, where are you from? I um, was born in Rockford, Illinois, but I was raised in Rockwood, Tennessee, oh, Brickyard. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. did you end up here in Knoxville? Um, I was um, in Cleveland, Ohio. I had um, My mother passed away in 2014, November 2014. I went to Cleveland, Ohio for a job. And then um, June of 2017, I got diagnosed with uh, stage four urinary bladder cancer. And uh, I came home and stuff and because um, uh, I didn't have no insurance. And I have family in Rockwood, so I got to a point to where I couldn't work, so I had to come home. And uh, Dr. Bruce Woodworth, head of urology at University of Tennessee, um, I got in touch with him through connections, people helping me out. And uh, he ended up uh, doing my surgeries. Uh, ju- uh, got diagnosed in 2017. I didn't have my first surgery till April of 2019. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went through two surgeries and six BCG, BCG chemos. And I'm good. I'm good. I'm cancer free. That's great. Yeah. So how did you end up on the streets? Well, when I got here... Um, when I transitioned back to, I didn't want to go to Rockwood, and plus I had some friends here, and um, and uh, things. I was staying with someone; it didn't work out, so I ended up at the Salvation Army. And in the midst of that, you know, uh, I kind of fell back into the streets. You know, I'm not going to make no excuses as far as why. You know, it's just I, you know. Um, fell back into the streets. I hadn't been out here since then. I, uh, it was off and on since 2019. I, you know, I had an apartment, a few places and things, you know, kind of just back and forth. So this last time, um, I was, um, some, just some of the decisions that I made. Um, I ended up here. I was out here for like eight months. Uh, but when I first got here in, uh, 2018, I would come to Care Cuts, and I volunteered off and on, and I, I've known them for, for quite a while. So then recently, you know, just getting things together, uh, I've been doing more volunteer work, you know, getting a little closer, and they just really just been just uh, huddling around me, you know, showering me with love, giving me encouragement, make, making sure that I'm stepping in the right direction. Yeah, I love them. So yeah. did you you live, lived in shelter or did you live outside? I stayed I stayed on the I stayed on the street. You know, I'm, I'm prior military Air Force. You know, so I I kind of didn't bother me that bad. You know, it bothered me just being on the street in the circumstance. But um, I just rather had stayed out. You know, instead of going inside, it just worked out better for me that way. And then. Uh, can move around a little bit better. Sometimes it, it was kind of a disadvantage because, you know, if you're inside, just less likely to to be roaming around getting into trouble. But, I mean, I didn't get into law enforcement troubles or nothing like that. But, you know, just uh, bad decisions and choices. You know, uh, when you're trying to follow God, you know, I'm a man of God. I'm a minister, actually. I tell people this. I'm not scared to say it because they said, well, you're a minister. Um, how did that happen? I'm like, well, I'm not exempt you know, from the devil. You know, he, he, he's going to come at me just like anybody else, but I'm not going to make no excuses either. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just thank God that, uh, that uh, for his grace and his mercy, you know, I thank God that he don't condemn. I thank him for people like Marty and Charlie and people around here that don't judge. They just love, you know, and, uh, and my family and friends, you know, they know who they are, you know, the ones that, that was there. You know, and even God, when I was going through my cancer 
he sent total strangers to me to help me. So I just thank him because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be standing here right now. It has a lot to do with God and care cups. Yes. Yeah, it all, it's all hand in hand. <laughs> yeah, it's all hand in hand. Uh, there, you know, it's this ministry, you know, is uh, faith-based. You know, we they just don't feed people. You know, they feed them that, that real soul food, that word of God. And, um, you know, they just do so much for the community. You know, they I was I put it on Facebook today. They, they gave me a car. <laughs> oh, man. God never ceases to amaze me, but it's just, um, it's just, a, it's just a thing to know that there's still good people in this world that care. They care, and they, and they, 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 they care about me. I take it personal, you know what I'm saying? Um, they care for everybody. They love everybody, but I know they love me, and I know God loves me. And uh, and when I just think about like yesterday, what happened? Can't help but just tears of joy, tears of joy tears of just um a breakthrough you know just being able to just just look back just for a second just to see where god has brought me from and the people that that helped me that helped me get here you know and i just uh i just can't thank them enough you know so I, i'm here volunteering that's my way to give back and uh, to show others that hey we love you jesus loves you you know just uh believe in yourself and, and, and let people love on you. You know, let Jesus love you, you know. And, and I guarantee if you keep a positive attitude and people see that you're trying to do better, and they will help you. And then and not just that, you know, God is just so faithful to his word. You know what I'm saying? He, sees, he says, I'm a rewarder of those that diligently seek me. And, and he's never failed me. Cancer, homelessness. I had acute renal failure. Went, got through that. Oh, man, I got just testimonies that's like, man, when I turned my back on him, it didn't matter. He says, nothing shall separate you from my love, and that is for real. And I just thank God for people like Carecut. Marty, I, I don't know everybody else's name. If I did, I'd just name them off one by one. But even some of the people out in the streets, I tell people I moved into my, my, my place. I said, it wasn't just me that made it off the streets. I said, everybody that, that shook my hand, prayed for me, some of them that even gave me bad advice, whatever, you know, whatever it took, I said, we made it. I didn't do this by myself. God, God's the head. You know, he made a way. And and I've, I've always been a positive person and believe in God, and I know what he can do. I know his power. And he shows it to me all the time, just like yesterday. You know, it's like, wow, you know, it's a... Um, it surprised it surprised me, but it didn't really amaze me because I know he, he's amazing. He's amazing, and, and he and he and he has people that 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 work for him, like, you know, that are his willing vessels that's out here like today, and and and, um, and and he's just he has those these type of people that that that's out here doing the good work, you know, spreading the good news of the Lord, and not just love is an action word. Love is an action word, and they show it. They, they show you that they love you, not just from the giving of the clothes and the food. They give you advice. They give you hugs. They, they sit you down. They ask you, are you okay? What can we do for you? And, and, and they make it easy. They make it easy when enough. As long as you want to help yourself. Yeah, as long as you want to help yourself. You know, if you if you trying if they see you trying to help yourself, I guarantee you they're gonna rally around you when we huddle up in here. 
you know, they rallied around me and, and like, if they don't see me for a day or so, they come and try to find me, you know what I'm saying? Make sure that I'm okay. You know, they ain't out here doing something stupid. So, you know, um, like I said, I just, I just thank God. I just thank Care Cuts and other ministries that's, that's out here just doing it for, for the Lord, doing it for him because it's him first. And, 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 um, and taking the time out to show people that they are loved. Because you got a lot of people out here that's their families have turned their backs on them. I call it tough love, whatever their situation is. Some don't have no one. Some, just that's just their mentality that no one cares. They fall through the cracks. But around here, if, 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 if they can see you, if they come in contact with you and, and you and, and you trying to do something, we're not going to let you fall through the cracks. It's not going to happen. Not here. I'd look at you and I was like, I would never have thought you were homeless. Well, you know, <laughs> um, first time. You know what I'm saying? I come from a family that uh, um, I just, my mistakes. You know what I'm saying? People, I'm not trying to judge anybody. They say that people didn't think I was a minister either. They said, well, what's, what a minister look like? Or what does a homeless man really look like? You know, I, I still believe that. When you're out here in the streets, you take pride in yourself, in your appearance, because I feel like if you look good, you feel good, and if you feel good, you do better. Mm, and and uh, this is the way that, this is not a new Keith. This is the old Keith. I've, I've always done, people that know me know I, I dressed like this back in high school. And, uh, and I just feel good to be able to get back to myself, to where God wants me to be. Get back to doing his work, uh, and and, and uh, paying it forward. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. God blesses us that we may be a blessing to others. That's what. How long were you on the streets? This time, um, uh, almost a year. It was February last year, and I moved into my place in December. In December, this past December. So I've been I've been in there going on almost completing two months. So um, it was a struggle. It was a struggle, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I don't, like I said, I don't make excuses. God don't do excuses, you know. You just, I tell people, own up to, you know, own up to your stuff. Take responsibilities for your own actions. That's the only way that you're going to be able to look at yourself for real and be true to yourself. Do that inventory. You know, don't blame nobody else, you know, or whatever. Don't say uh, mama won't let me stay. I hear that. Well, they won't let me stay with them. Or they, well, you're grown. Don't nobody owe you us anything out here. We owe, we owe life. We owe, we, Jesus paid the price for us that we can't repay. He owes us nothing else. If he don't do anything else for us from here on, he already done enough when he shed his blood for us. You know, so just be, just own up to it. Just don't be afraid to tell the truth. Be true to yourself, because if you're lying to yourself, it's, it's not going to work too well. Be true to yourself. Don't be scared. Don't be embarrassed. You know what I'm saying? Uh, people are going to judge you. That's everywhere you go. People are going to do whatever they do, joke, laugh. You Some some people are not going to be happy that you made it. And, that, and that's sad that you really have people out here that are not happy that you made it. You know what I'm saying? But don't worry about that. You know, we, we out here to please God. You know what I'm saying? You know, and and if people are like that, they're going to try to keep you in your past and things like that. Let them have it. Just tell them I don't live there no more because it happens. You got people out here that's sad that they wait for you to fail. 
They wait. And getting back earlier, you had mentioned the military. Yes, I was in the Air Force. Air Force. You know, I was in the Air Force. I had done 10 years in the Air Force military police. I wish I would have done the other team. I got an honorable discharge, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I loved it. My mother was in the Air Force. My mother, Mildred Jordan Ewing. Yeah, love her. Um, her birthday would have been the, was the 4th of January if she was still living. That was my, my role model. She raised me and my brother. My brother, George Thompson, he lives in Nashville. Uh, and I say one thing, my family, both sides of my family, uh, great people. You know, we all are some dysfunctional in some ways, but for the most part, uh, I'm old school, and they raised both sides was old school. They we they whooped that booty, but they done it out of love. They made sure we went to school. Um, you know, mannerable. Um, my mother not only was she in the Air Force, she was a nurse, and so you know everything had to be tidy. You know, but great advice, um, and I just thank God for people like her uh the military that got th- these situations that uh was i was able to adapt to it yeah. okay so in closing any last words any i know last- these people <laughs> here are so proud of you <laughs> everyone here at care cuts very yeah, proud yeah. Of you. last words get god and get jesus in your life get jesus in your life he's real I know he's real. I tell people, I, I'm, I, I don't say I'm a Christian, I'm a believer. He showed me his face. He's real. He's done things. He's done phenomenal, phenomenal, miraculous things in my life. You know, I could give you a quick testimony. I had acute renal failure. And I'll say this, my, my kidneys were so bad, they said I would be on dialysis for the rest of my life. Or I would uh, have to have a kidney transplant. Um, Scar tissue cannot be reversed. Can't be reversed. I don't have any. When I when I left Blunt Memorial Hospital in '96, and when I got there, they said you won't live through the night. And that was in '96. And when I went to Doctor Siddiqui, he still he still uh, someone told me he's still practicing here downtown Knoxville. He was my, one of my specialists, and then he sent me to Lenore City. And um, I can't remember the doctor's name there, but all I know is they called me in one day and uh, they said, hey, can you come? They took some some tests and stuff. So to see what kind of procedures we were going to do for my dialysis. And then they called me back in. They said, we need to take some more tests because the tests were inconclusive. They were botched. We couldn't read the test. So I went back in and took some more tests. And then they called me back in a few days later and they asked me, could I come in? I was living in Rockford, um, Tennessee. And uh, I went there, and uh, I can't remember his name, but we're going to get his name, though. But um, he came out, and he sat down next to me, and he just looked at me. He said, Keith, he said, we ran test after test after test. He said, we can't find nothing wrong with you. He said, it's like it never happened. He said, I can't explain it. I said, I can. And I just touched him on the leg, and I said, thank you, Jesus. And that was in 96. I walked down and I haven't seen him since. And I gave that testimony because I'm here because God, God directed me here. He directed me here for that reason. Give that testimony. He said, be that willing vessel. He said, go get my people. Go get my people. And, and uh, he told me that in, in 2015, go get my people. And then when I got here, 
by way of the cancer or whatever, I got with the piece said, I didn't tell you to go get with them. I said, go get them. <laughs> you know, but anyway, um, a few months, uh, a few months ago, after three years of being here, I finally done what God told me to do. I got out in the middle of Broadway and I, and I give all glory to God. It wasn't me. And I got out in the middle of Broadway and I preached the sermon. I mean, it just hit me. And, uh, and I gave that testimony. And he told me, he said, finally, in my spirit, he said, finally, you've done what I told you to do. You've done what I told you to do. And the reason that is is because it's, just, it's not just for, to, for hope, to give hope. It is to give hope. You give that testimony to give hope. But the truth cannot be denied. It can't be denied. Scar, scar tissue damage cannot be reversed by man. So when I gave that testimony, and, and I've ran into a lot of people who are struggling in their faith here, and um, the looks on their face was just confusion. And I was like, okay, uh, don't, I said, uh, don't be confused. It's not science. It's not science. You can't put science on this. I said, it's supernatural. And it can be proven. And, and the thing was, that's what God wanted me to do. Because when I got here, I, I'm kind of a selfish person thinking about myself. And he said, it's your, I said, I came here, I didn't want to, make no ways. I didn't want to make nobody mad because people kind of frown on you talking about God too much around, you know, but God spoke into my spirit. He said, this ain't about you. He said, I want you to shake them up. He said, that's what you're here for. That's why I got you. Shake them up, you know, and, and wake them up. And, and I, and when I get, preached that sermon in the middle of Broadway and I gave that testimony and, uh, it seems like after that, it's like just a weight was off of me. I felt great. But everything just started just falling into place. <laughs> it's like, wow. It's like when it rains, it pours. And God is raining down on me right now. All glory to God. I, I just, man, it's just, I can't, it's a, I'm ecstatic. You know, I'm just, I can't even find the right words, but, but God, you know, and, um, and that's what it's all about. You know, just, I took last words, except, Get God, Jesus in your life. Be a willing vessel. Trust him. Believe in him. He's real. He's realer than real. I'm, 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 a, I'm a living witness, walking testimony for Jesus. And, and if, you, if you just hold on to him. My grandmother used to tell my grandmother, Cordelia Modro Charles, told me this when I was younger. One of her sayings, she said, she said, if you feel like you're at the end of your rope, tie a knot in it and hold on because the change is about to come. Hold on to Jesus. Hold on to him. Don't let him go like Jacob said. I'm not going to let you go till you bless me. And he will. And that is Keith, formerly homeless off and on for a couple of years, found some help through CareCuts Knoxville. You can learn more about them at carecutsknox.org. You can also follow them on Facebook, always taking in donations of clothing, warm clothing, especially at this time, and warm shoes. You can bring your donations down to 519 William Street in Knoxville. That's on Saturdays, but on Sundays is when they host, CareCuts hosts the homeless. They arrive, they get snacks, hot coffee, and then they're fed a nice warm lunch. They get clothing, a hot shower, even a haircut. Resources as well, as Keith mentioned, in order to get out of homelessness. Come out and see for yourself. You can also volunteer. Once again, that's carecutsknox.org.